Okay. Okay, so up to Daf Yud, and we're up to the two dots in the bottom of Daf Tesem and Beis, Tan Rabban. So what we're going to be talking about tonight is the years. So we've been discussing different items when the year flips for different things. We're talking about for kings, for the, in terms of Stam, when the beginning of the year is, for Din, and for all sorts of different halachas, Shemit and Yevil. We discussed when the year begins. We spoke about even rental contracts. So now we're going to talk about this that it says in the Mishnah, that the beginning of the year for trees is on Rosh Hashanah. It was one of the things when the Mishnah discussed the actual, even though it was four Rosh Hashanahs, but we call Rosh Hashanah Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. So the Mishnah said that Be'echad B'Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah L'Shanim for years. We discussed what that means. L'Shemitah, we discussed that over the last two days. L'Netiyah. And we discussed that briefly yesterday that for a tree, it's Rosh Hashanah for trees. And we're going to t- continue to talk about the topic of Rosh Hashanah for trees being on Rosh Hashanah that we call Rosh Hashanah Echad Tishrei. Now obviously there's really somewhat of a clash here because we're all familiar with the concept. The end of the mission, the Echad B'Shvat, is Rosh Hashanah Le'ilam. So Lenatia for a freshly planted tree, so to know how old the tree is, that we're saying that the age of the tree is dependent on Rosh Hashanah, what we call Rosh Hashanah, Echad Tishrei. But on the other hand, for Dine Maestris, so then the Rosh Hashanah for trees is Chamisha Asa B'Shvat, it's Tu B'Shvat, or Kulik B'Sham, it's So we're going to see tonight, at least the way Rashi learns the sugya, that really there's some sort of blend of these two dates that affect other things also, that you need to take into account when Rosh Hashanah is, when Echad B'Tishrei is, and you at the same time have to take into account Tu B'Shvat. So what we're going to be talking about is a tree that was newly planted. And we know that the halach of a newly planted tree is that there's three years that it's Arla, that it's also to eat the pears. The fourth year, it's called Netar Avai. You have to take the pears to Yushalayim just like you would with Maishashani. You have to eat it after Yushalayim. If you have too much of it, you could be paid. All the halachs like Maishashani. And then after that, the tree is yours. The first three years, you can't touch the pears. And this is something that applies even to Zmanazet. Even Chutzaretz. Had someone asked me, not so long ago, someone had a shaywal, they had some trees they got from a nursery, and they're trying to figure out when they're allowed to eat the pears. So, these halachas are nege halacha mice, and actually, this Gemara we're about to see is the source for a very important and very practical halacha in Hilchas Arla. So, we have a braisa. Echad hametea, whether one plants a fresh sapling, a new tree, echad hamavrich, or someone is mavrich. What's mavrich? So Rashi explains that Mavrich is kaifif as hazmeir ba'aretz. You take one long branch, stick it into the ground like a U, and then after it begins to grow on its own, you cut it off the original tree and you create a new tree that way. Instead of cutting off a, a cutting from the tree and planting the cutting, they would, while it's still attached to the tree, stick it into the ground. Eventually it would take root. They would disconnect it from the original tree. And this is a way of planting a new tree from an existing tree. So whether you planted it from scratch... Whether you created it from a pre-existing tree, the Echad HaMarkiv, or if you take a piece of a one tree and you stick it into another tree, you graft it into a new tree to give new life to a dying tree. So in all of these three cases, they're considered planting a new tree. So as far as Arla, you need a fresh three years. So if you do one of these three items, Erev Shvius, if you do it on Erev Shvius, meaning the year 
like we're already in Shrias, if you would have done it this past Elul. If you do it 30 days before Shoshana, so you do it sometime before Shredish Elul, so also Shana. So then two things happen now. First of all, by the time Rosh Hashanah comes along, since it was planted ready for 30 days, this tree is already considered a two-year-old tree. Once it comes after Rosh Hashanah, it's already a two-year-old tree. And then once the following Rosh Hashanah comes, it will already be a three-year-old tree. So that makes it a lot easier to get your three years of Arla. Now, the important halacha that I told you that we could see from here is that if you planted this tree a month before Rosh Hashanah, and we're counting that month as one of the three years of Arla, there's obviously no fruit yet. No tree has fruit in the first 30 days of its existence. So obviously you can count the three years of Arla even if there's no fruit yet, which makes a big difference. Because the Mashmais of the Pasuk would be, if you read the Pasuk Kipshuta, it sounds like you have to have three years of fruit that you can't eat. It says that, let's see if they quote the Pasuk here, but... Um, no, it doesn't look like we have the Loshan Pasuk here. What? So three years, we don't eat the pears. So it sounds like we have to go three full years. All right, it says in sounds like three years worth of fruit, which would mean you got to wait a real long time. You have to wait till your tree starts bearing fruit, and then wait three years. I, mean, I remember had, and we had a summer house in South Fulsburg, and we had the people before us who planted an apple tree and never grew anything. Finally, after years of having the house, one year it grew one apple. It was like a girl says, Simcha, we went and picked the apple, and we shared the one apple that was, I think, that was the only fruit that tree ever gave. Probably didn't know how to take care of it. But I'll call upon him, like, if, if, if Arla would be three years of fruit, that tree would probably still not be out of Arla yet. That would ever gave. But I'll call upon him, you see from over here, that you don't need fruit to start counting the years of Arla. Fine. So, the first halacha is, that as long as it was counted thir- planted 30 days before Shoshana, it's counted a full year towards the Cheshen of Arla. Now, we'll discuss what's the significance of 30 days. That thing we'll discuss soon. Another halacha that applies. So first of all, also Leishana counts a year for Arla, but also Umutu Lekayim B'Shiyas. Another important halacha that applies is that you're allowed to be Mekayim this tree in Shvias, meaning if you planted it too close to Shemitah, so then we wouldn't look at this as a tree planted before Shemitah, since it would actually take root, and it would actually only sink into the ground to be considered planted on Shemitah, it would be considered a tree planted on Shemitah, it would be also to keep it, you'd actually have to get rid of this tree. So, once it's planted more than 30 days before Shemitah, so we assume it already took root before Shemitah, and therefore you're allowed to keep this tree on Shemitah, and there's no Isser, it doesn't, not, doesn't have the status of something planted on Shemitah. Uh, so, so far we have two different halachas when you manage to plant the tree before 30 days before, as long as before 30 days before Shoshana of the year leading into Shemitah. Now, the first halacha that counts a year is nothing to do with Shemitah. That would also be in a regular year. Anytime it's more than 30 days before Shoshana, it counts as year one. We're just putting over here two halachas together. So that's why we're talking about the year before Shemitah to tell you that both the 30 days helps that it's considered that it already took root and it's considered it was planted before Shemitah and that the... 30 days is enough that it's considered a full year. Fine. That's the first part of the Braisa. But if you planted it less than 30 days before Shoshana, so first of all, it would not count as a full year towards the count of Arla, and the full year would only begin the following Shoshana. And because this tree would now only take root on Shvius, it would be usher to actually have this Tree, you'd have to uproot it. This tree would have the din of something that was planted by Isser and Shvius. 
What will be the halachas of this tree? Now, which tree are we talking about? Are we talking about the second tree that was planted less than 30 years before Shemitah? Or are we talking about the first tree that was planted more than 30 years before, 30 days before Shemitah? So let's look at Rashi. Peirish Natiyazu Asur. Sazak Rashi. Afal Pisha Amarnu Osoleshana. So Rashi says, we're going on the type of tree that it was also Leishana. So that means Rashi is learning this piece of Gemara, that we're going back to the beginning of the Braisa, and there's a lot of different Mahalachim Neshayit, and we're going to skip to Ra- stick to Rashi's Mahalach, that the Braisa is going to tell us a Halacha in regard to the tree that was planted 31 days before Shemitah, before Rosh Hashanah. So now let's read the Gemara, then we'll read Rashi. Upeyus Natiyazu, the fruit of this tree that was planted more than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, Asur and Ad Tubashat. So despite the fact that the year flips as far as this tree is concerned in Rosh Hashanah, so that means when you get to Rosh Hashanah number one, it's already year two, Rosh Hashanah number two, we're already in year three, and then it should be, so we already had, what year one was counted those 30 days, year two was a full year, year three is a full year, then when we get to its third Rosh Hashanah, you would think that now, Right after the third Rosh Hashanah, the Paris are no longer Arla. They're now Mutter just to have the status of Netar Avai. They have to go up to Yishalayim. No, that's not the Halacha. Asur Nad Tubishvat. The Paris still retain their status as Ar- of Arla until Shut Tubishvat. So we have a very unusual Halacha. We have, on the one hand, by the time you get to the third Rosh Hashanah, this tree is called three years old and it should not be considered Arla. But the fruit of the tree is Arla until Tubishvat. What's Pshat in that? So we'll see the Gemara is going to explain. And what does it mean, Asur Na'ad Tubishrat? So in La'arlo Arlo, that means the beginning of the fourth year, till Tubishrat of the fourth year, it still has the status of Arla. Vim Ravai, and then into the fifth year, Ravai, it still has the halacha of the fourth year until Tubishrat of the fifth year. So very unusual halacha. The third year, fourth year begins in Rosh Hashanah, but it still has a din like Arla till Tubishrat. And the same thing for the fifth year, even though it's now 100% Mutter, technically has a din of Netar Avai until Tubishrat. Where do we get such a strange halacha from? So before we get to where we get it from, so let's see Rashi. Rashi explains exactly how this halacha works. Then we'll see in the Gemara what this, the source of this is. So Rashi explains. So Afal Pisha Amarnu. Also Leishana. We said that the full year is counted. Still, if fruit blossomed after Rosh Hashanah, past the third Rosh Hashanah, which means that really we're in the fourth year, these fruit is still also forever with the status of Arla, Misham Arla. So really, should be Rosh Chodesh, but Rosh Chodesh Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Natias. Tu B'Shat Rosh Hashanah Il. Like we pointed out before, that there's this dichotomy that trees have. Uh, we all know that Tu B'Shat is Rosh Hashanah Il. So we even have a song. So we know that, and we know that the Mishnah is saying Lenatia. So from when it's planted, we're counting for Rosh Hashanah. But in terms of the oral status of the fruit itself, we have to work with Tu B'Shat. V'Zuk Farnasa Ilon Lefikach. Once it's already a tree, it's no longer a sapling, so now it has to work with the Tubishvat date with the Rashana for Ilanis. Lafikah Ain Shnasim is Khadeshis Latis and Day Arla ad Tubishvat for Arla purposes since it's already a tree. So since it was planted when you planted it, we work with the planting Rashana, which is 
Rishchidosh Tishrei, the real Rosh Hashanah. So it's already three years old, but now it's a tree, and trees work with Tubashat, so for its fruit, you have to wait till Tubashat. Avul Mishom Halom, but once you pass Tubashat, reveal and now they already have the end of the fourth year because the tree is really in its fourth year. And the next tubishvat yotzim they revive, and then you have to wait till the following tubishvat till they become one hundred percent mutter. Fine, that's what Rashi explains this unusual halacha because the tree is somewhat has the status of a sapling which goes with Rosh Tishrei and somewhat of an elam which goes with tubishvat. Now, Zaktimar, where does such a strange halacha come from? Minanim. You can medaike from the Pasuk. What does it say in the Pasuk? So again, first the Pasuk says, I'm sorry. Three years, it's an oral, you can't eat it. In the fourth year, it's Kodesh Lashem. In the fifth year, that's what it says in the Pesuk. Now, we're going to dash in the Pesuk as follows. There's a Vav. It doesn't just say, the Pesuk could have said, after the Halacha of the third year, it could have said, And then it could have said, But there's a Vav before, So that Vav, you can read the Pasik as follows. If we ignore the Saif Pasik, we can read things as follows. We can read it that for three years it's Arvias, and the fourth year also you shouldn't eat it. And then we can read the end of the next Pasik that we can read as follows. All the payers are Kaidish Lashem, And even in the fifth year it's Kaidish Lashem. So the extra vav tells me that when it says Shana Ravias could be going back on the din of Arla, and Shana Chamishas goes back on the din of Netar Avai. So we'll read it as follows. That teaches me that sometimes the fourth year still has the Isser of the third year. And sometimes in the fifth year, and sometimes it still has the restrictions of the fourth year. Fine. Ad Khan is Bryson. Now, we have a problem with this b'raisa. This b'raisa is obviously not following the sheet of Rameh. Why? Because this b'raisa makes it clear that in order to count these few days before Rosh Hashanah as a full year, it's not sufficient to have one day before Rosh Hashanah. You need a full 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. So Zakti Gemara, Lehmed Leikra Meir, this Gemara would seem to be not, this b'raisa is not like Rameh. The ear of Meir, Ha'omar of Meir holds, Yoim Echad Bishana Chashashana, that one day into a year is counted as a full year. Where do I find that Meir considers one day having the status of a full year? The Tanya, we have a Brahis that says as follows Par Ha'omar Batayr, whenever it says in the Torah, a par, a bull. So that's Stam ben Essen Ba'arba Chaydish Yem Echad Divra Meir. Meir holds 24 months plus a day, meaning two years and a day. Because he needs it to be considered three years old, and he considers the plus a day to be already three years old. No, to be considered a three year old, it needs 24 months plus 30 days. Why? Remeir said, wherever it says in the Pasuk, Egel, Batayra, Stam, Ben Shana, that means a one year old. Ben Bakar is Ben Shtaim, is a two year old. Par, when it says a par, is Ben Shalish. 
So everyone agrees that a par means to be three years old. Remeyer just holds that two years and a day is a three-year-old. So that means one day into the year is enough to be counted as a full year. And Rebelezer holds you need 30 days to count it as a year. So L'chaira, Rebelezer's sheet is that one day of a year is counted as a year. So if you planted a tree one day before Rosh Hashanah, that one day should count as year one. And then you should have already year two once Rosh Hashanah comes along. Why do we need 30 days? We're going like Rebelezer, needs 30 days. I could tell you that really the rice is like your mayor. Ah, your mayor holds that one day is enough to be considered a year. No, your mayor didn't say that in all situations. When does your mayor count one day as a full year? That's only B'Saif Shana. If this one day comes at the end of the count, so I had two full years plus a day, I can count the day at the end as the third year. But to say that one day counts already as a full year, and then already the next day is already year two, that Remeir never said. So Remeir holds that at the end of a, you're trying to count something. If I'm counting five years, a day into the six years already counted six years. But one day, and then Rosh Hashanah, we don't count that as a year. That's what the Gemara wants to suggest. In which case, our Raisa could still be Remeir, because Remeir would hold that in the beginning of the count, to be considered a year, you'd need a full 30 days. Maybe. That's what Gemara wants to say now. Zakti Gemara, but there's a problem with that. Omer could you really say that you need more to be considered a full year in the beginning of the count than at the end of the count? But I can bring you a Raya that we're quicker to count a partial day, a partial unit, as a full unit in the beginning of the count and the end of the count. Where do I see that? Anida, that when she needs to count Zayin Akim. And at the end of the Zayin Akim, the last day of the Zayin Akim, she has part of a day. We don't say that that partial day counts as a full day, and she can go to the mikvah already in the morning. We say you need a full day. So, Tchila Sayyim, actually, not talking about Zayin Akim. We're talking about Anida de Raisa that needs seven days. So, the seven days of Anida de Raisa, we don't say, because Zayin Akim could be dust. But the Midir Raisa, I'll call upon but Anida, that is Tommy Midir Isa for seven days, we don't say that the seventh day of Tuma, when she hits the seventh day, the morning, the seventh day is already a full day and she can go to the mikveh. The halacha is she has to wait till the night before she can go to the mikveh. So, Saif Hayyim, and still, Saif Hayyim, Allah, So, the beginning of the day is not enough to be counted as the last day of the unit of seven days, but the end of a day is counted towards the seven days. Meaning, if a lady would see Dam right before Shkia, that day, and there's only an hour left or even five minutes left of the day, that day counts as day one for her din, that she's seven days, those five minutes count as a full day. Masha Enkein, once she's Anida, the beginning of the seventh day is not enough. It's not a full day yet. So we see that in the beginning of the count, we counted a partial unit as a full unit, a full day. And at the end of the count, we don't count the partial unit as a full unit. So don't we see from there that it's easier to achieve this status of mixas kekulay, that partial is like the whole thing is easier in the beginning of the count than the end of the count. So how can we say to Remeyer that Remeyer would hold that it's only in the end of the count that a day is counted as a year, not in the beginning of the count? So the beginning of the day is not 
for her s- seven days of Toma, for the end of her count. The end of the day, which is which counts towards the beginning of her seven days. So, therefore, so then, when it comes to years, we're even a year, a day counts as a full year, as a full unit. So, for sure, one day should count in the beginning of the count. Right? We prove from Nida that achieving the status of Miksas Kekulai is much easier to achieve at the end of a count. I'm sorry, in the beginning of a count than the end of a count. And if that's true by Nida, it should be the true by years also. And if by years, at the end of a count of years, one day is Nechshav a full year, so for sure in the beginning of the count, one day should be Nechshav a full year. So the Chayyad, the Gemara is back to where it started, that our brides, it cannot be your pain. So Zuck so what are you going to do? The Elamai, so what are you going to tell me? Rebeleza, you're going to tell me that this rice is the sheet of Rebeleza that holds always need 30 days to, to be considered Kishana Kula. So you can tell me, Rebeleza, so 30 days not going to help you. Shleishim v'shleishim boy, you should need 60 days. Why? Where, where does 60 come from? Because there's two issues here. There's an issue of the tree taking root, and there's an issue of we need part of days that's already planted to be considered a year. It takes time. The thirty, if a mayor or Belazar holds, you need thirty days just to be counted as a year. But that thirty days can't begin until you have a point where it's considered that the tree is planted. Right? As long as the tree is not planted yet, you don't start. You count the thirty days, and it takes thirty days just to plant the tree. Or we'll see. It's like maybe two weeks, maybe three days, but definitely it doesn't just take. It doesn't just take no time at all. So if 30 days alone is enough, it can't be Rebeleza, because Rebeleza should need time for it to be mashish, to take root, and then time to count it towards the year. The Tznan, we have a mission, says as follows. Right? This is planting or sticking the branch in the ground or grafting. You can't do it less than 30 days for Shana, because it won't actually take root until Shviyas, which is awesome. Yaker, you have to uproot it, because it actually took root on Shriyas, which is awesome. That's the sheet of the Tanakam. 30 days. Rabbi Yehuda holds no. Either it will take root within three days, and it's already considered planted, or it's never going to take root. It's only three days. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, Shtei Shabbos is two weeks. Va'amar of Nachman, Amar Rabbi Baravuah. And... Based on this cheshman, that in order for it to take root, you need 30 days, 2 weeks, or 3 days. So based on this, Nachman, in the name of Rabbi Baravua, said, According to the sheet that needs 30 days, you need 30 days till it takes root, plus 30 days to count towards the full year. According to the sheet that holds, you need 3 days, you need 30 days to take root, and then 3 days Three days should take root, and then thirty days to consider a full year. And Ladive Aimer Bay Shabbos is the one who holds you need two weeks. So Tsar Shtei Shabbos is two weeks to take root, and then Shleishim Yem, thirty days to count towards the year. So Lachaira, what's going on over here? Vinami Kribihuda Sirle. So the best you could try to achieve from me is say this Bryce is working to Shita Rihuda, that the taking root you only need thir- three days for. So Gimel Vashleishim Bay should still need to have at least thirty three days. So this Bryce makes no sense going to anybody. How could the Bryce say the 30 days before Shriyas, it's both counted as a year for Arla, and it's already considered enrooted for Shriyas. If you need the 30 days for it to be 
considered taking root for Shvius, so then where's the years for Rosh Hashanah? It, it took root a second before Rosh Hashanah. There's no, you don't have days. And even according to a mayor, it's a problem, because even a mayor, you should need one day. So, let's go back. Our Bryce, not only is it not Remeyer, it's only Remeyer. Our Bryce only works like Remeyer. And the 30 days, this that the Bryce said you need 30 days, has nothing to do with achieving the status of a full year. It's not because Mixus Hashanah needs a, to have 30 days. No, Remeyer holds that in the beginning and the end, one day is considered a full year. And really, in terms of if it wouldn't be Erev Shvius, actually, and, and, and in terms of the count of the year, you only need one day. It's just that from when you actually plant it till it takes root, and it's considered planted, it takes 30 days. So V'chika Amr Lama, this is the price that you need 30 days for Shoshana, is Laklita. That's the 30 days for it to take root. So Frektik Mar, but that still doesn't get us where we need to get to, because Iachi... You should at least need 31 days. 30 days till it takes root. And then one day of a year can be counted as a year, according to a mayor. But not no time. If it takes root right before Rosh Hashanah, right before Shkia of Rosh Hashanah, where's the day? For You need Yom Echab Hashanah, Kar Hashanah. One day can be counted as a year, but you don't even have the one day. So it's like the Gemara, Kasavar Yom Echad, No. You know why? Your mayor has the one day. Because Kasavar Yom Lamed, The 30th day is both the day in which it takes root and is counted as the day one of having Yom Echad is considered like a Shana. So that means on day 30, it takes root, and that day is considered the one day which is like a full year. Oh. So now we're going to discuss where is the Makar for how do we count how much of a year can be considered a year. We're going to learn that from a positive. Am Rabbi Yechanan Vishneim, both Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Lezer holds that in order to be considered a year, you need 30 days. And Rabbi Meir, who holds that you need one day, Shneim Mikra Echadarshu. They're both coming from the same Pasik. Pasik and Parashas Noyach. What does it say in the Pasik? It says, Vehi Ba'achas, on the first month, I'm sorry, Ba'achas Hashesh Me'eshana, on the 601st year, Bishana. Berishain on the first month, which is Nisan, Be'echad l'chaydish, on the first day of the month, which is Chaydish Nisan, Charvu ha'mayim me'al ha'aretz, the water dried up from the land, V'yosin ne'echad smichsei ha'teva, ne'echad opened up the teva, V'yar v'hinei charvu p'nei adon. So, it says here, that on the 601st year, on the first day of Nisan, the Mabel dried up. Now, let's make a cheshmer. It's the first day of the first month. And we're calling it... So it's only one day into the year. If the year starts at Nisan, we're one day into the year. And it's calling it a full year, because it says it's the 601st year. So how's it 601st year? Because that means that one day into the 601st year is already considered 601st year. So Shmami, now you see from this pasuk that Yom Echad B'Shana Chash Shana. Obviously, one day into the year is called a year. The Idar Sol Chayre. What's the Feirish pasuk? What's the Belazim do with the pasuk? So Belazim will tell you Iksiv B'Sheish Meisa Achas Shana Kedigam. If the Torah would have said on the six hundred first year, you'd be right. But that's not what the Torah says. Hashdechsev. It says it in a very unusual manner. Ba'Achas V'Sheish Meisa Shana on the one and six hundredth year. So. 
Why does it say it that way? So it must be because Shona Ashe Shmeis Koi. This that the Torah calls it years is only going in the six hundred. So it means Ba'achas means the first day of the year following the six hundred years. But Avada, we can't call it the six hundred first year yet because it's not because it's only one day. Umay Achas Aschalta Da'achas, the beginning of the of, of the six hundred first year. But it's not actually the we can't the Torah wouldn't call it the six hundred first year because one day is not called a year. Oh, so. We now know why Rameir does, does not hold the Rameir. He says that the Pasuk's Meduyik that it's not yet considered that one day is not a year. But where does Rameir get from that? It's 30 days. So we see why he holds it's not one day. Where does he get from that? It's 30 days. For Rameir, in my time, where does he get from that? It's 30 days. This, uh, because it says in the Pasuk, What does it say in this very same Pasuk? It says, Berishin, the first month, on the first day of the month. From the fact that we're only one day into the month. Only one day into the month. And already calls it, it's willing to call it the first month. So so we see that much we do see. That even Elezer has to agree that when it comes to months, one day into a month is considered, we could already call it that month. Right, so if you have three months in a day, we could already call it the fourth month. That we do see. Now, if one day towards a month is considered a month, so so it must be by the same token that thirty days into a year is considered a year. What's the connection? Because each unit. Whatever you count to achieve that unit, so one of that count is already enough to be considered like the whole thing. So a month, how do we get to a month? We count days, so one day is already considered a full unit of a month. A year, how do we get to years? We count units of months, so one month is considered a full year. So that's why Lamed Yayim Lechaydesh, Lashon is Karishon, that's not because of the 30 days per se, it's because now we have a month. And since a month is the unit which we count years, so one, one unit of what we count years is considered a whole year. Now, the Gemara says, Michlal, we can see from here that if they're both working with the assumption that we're in the beginning of the year, now the Torah just tells you it was on, in Nisan. Now, who says Nisan's the beginning of the year? Maybe Tishrei is the beginning of the year. It just it's called the first month because Nisan is Rishon Hashem But maybe it's really the, the you know it's well into the year. It's halfway through the year already. Michal must be the Tavayu Sirlu who Nisan never They must both hold that the world began its count in Nisan, and therefore when the Torah, which is going back to Brias Oilam, says Berishin Be'echad in the first month, this is considered. Already, the begin- it's, this is right in the beginning of the year, and that's why both of them are able to have their joshes, whether one day is considered a full year, one day is not considered a full year. And Bez Hashem, tomorrow we'll go through a b'risa that discusses this concept of whether the world is created on Rishchadosh Nisan, Rishchadosh Tishrei, and discuss a lot of the ramifications, a lot of different stories in Chumash, when they took place based on this. Okay, Good night, everybody.